Welcome to Rogue News. We are the preeminent geostrategic, geoeconomic, and geopolitical news show on YouTube and on the web. Join us for hard-hitting analysis, behind-the-scenes strategy, and brutal commentary. Find out why many consider us the place to get their news and information. Check us out at roguenews.com. Follow us on Twitter at Real Rogue News, Facebook, and most of the popular podcasting apps. Most of all, remember to subscribe, like, comment, and share. and I apologize for the lateness. It's totally my fault. I screwed everything up. We had the Strategic Life Conference this morning, and somehow in my idiot brain with the 300 million things that I got to do in a given week, I put instead of the what I thought the conference was supposed to be 1 p.m. and the show at 11, I put the show at 11 and the conference at 1. So I was like, I screwed it up. I apologize. If you guys were on the Strategic Life Conference, it's been recorded and we will upload it here onto Rogue News as well as it will be on privacyfight.io and Privacy Fight, the YouTube channel, as well as John's Ace of Coins. So make sure you cover that out. Man, we covered so much amazing stuff. It was mind-blowing. Great, great seminar. We're going to be doing it again soon. So the next time you we, we do another one, make sure you sign up and you listen up. It's a, it's just a great time, and it's fantastic. And with that out of the way, folks, check out roguenews.com. Follow us on Twitter at Real Rogue News. Rogue News on every single podcasting app known to humanity, every platform. We are everywhere you want us to be, plus a bag of chips. And check out our paid sponsors, mycbdedibles.com. Mycbdedibles.com for all your CBD edible goodness. And with that being said, El Cuco, what's going on, buddy? Hey, what's going on, brother? Uh Doing great. I think I've recovered from eating way, way uh, too much food, V. Just way too much, brother. Dude, that was a smorgasbord. Siege and I got together over the weekend for the uh, Thanksgiving, and it was, uh, it, I mean, on Thursday on Thanksgiving, it was amazing time. So much ridiculous, amazing food. Wow. Just we we, we have a video. Drunk, we have a video that if we can find someone that has it and post it, we may we may do that, but... V and act V and I actually had a uh, a tricycle race. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! It was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. It was unreal. Unreal. Good times. Uh, Siege. I you know there's a lot to cover, but there's first uh, there's going to be a dismantling that I need to do, and I got all the respect for Jocko Willink. I, I respect him. I like Jocko a lot. He's got a Oh, I mean, I love his products. Origin is awesome. His joint warfare, joint formula has been great for me. 
Um, I like his uh, his jackets, his jeans, uh, the hoodies that they sell. Hell, even the boots. I don't have Origin boots. I mean, look, I love a good quality boot. And my personal recommendations are Knicks, Whites, and Red Wings are my perennial favorite. Those three. That's the holy trinity of boots right there. Knicks, Knicks boots, Whites boots, Red Wings. The holy trinity right there, right? And then for casual kicking around, I like Thursdays. They're okay. But, uh, yeah, anyway, I'm, I'm, digra- I'm going into boots and footwear now. Jeez, what's wrong with me? Anyway. There's some things that Jocko, as brilliant as he is in what he does and how he's like an amazing influencer and a great motivator, the problem here with Jocko is that his understanding of the geostrategic, geopolitical is something that's been conditioned and spoon-fed to him. It's something that he learned from other people that are quote unquote in these quote unquote think tanks and these quote unquote intelligence agents and whatnot, who we know the quality of American intelligence agencies. That's a euphemism for stupidity. It's an oxymoron. Okay. So these guys who are intelligence agents who are birthed, the very origins of it is birthed from British Malthusianism, it's birthed in the Hegelian dialectic, it's birthed in the failed models that we've seen with the Romans, we've seen with the British, we've seen with now America replicating the same follies of empire, the entire nonsense that has been created by what many call the Thylucides trap, which is that there's a going to be war with Sparta and Athens, as Athens is the rising power and Sparta the declining power, they're going to eventually wind up in war, and that is the Thylucides trap. And this is something that is taught in American war colleges all over the country. War colleges that create tactics that don't win wars. War colleges that create leaders who get involved in commanding men in failed interventions globally. Okay, so we're going to break this down first, and there's a whole litany of other things that we're going to get into. So, Siege, I don't want to waste any more time. Let's get into it, brother. All right, here we go. computer chips like uh, cam haynes is trying to buy a raptor and could not find one mm-hmm. and uh i talked to john hennessy and john hennessy was like it's a chip thing you can't get chips because all the chips are coming from overseas i'm like we don't make any chips we're gonna have to do something about that yeah I mean, we can't continue to just rely on uh, especially on china right rely on a on a communist country that's suppressing their people yeah and yet we're relying on them and that's what when the pandemic right there hit for us at origin we okay common talking point that pretty much every american and every westerner has uh it's a common thing and it's always spoken by people who've never been there doesn't understand the the system China is more Confucius than they are Marxist. Okay. Now, folks, let me explain something to you. CJ, there are two countries in the world where Soros and the Jesuits don't operate. Can you name those two? CJ, did you leave me? 
we already had the all-american supply chain so we were able to continue to do stuff and make stuff happen while a bunch of other companies were scrambling because they just didn't have that supply chain worked out do you see what's going on with china with that female tennis star yeah yeah um jamie see if we can pull that story up it's uh this this woman apparently she uh said that she was sexually abused by some politician correct yeah and then did you see like the hostage note that she wrote no i did not oh so she wrote a note that says hello world i am fine everything is okay if you want to print anything else about me please run it through me everything is okay i am fine i mean i'm paraphrasing but super weird mm. super weird the kind of the kind of thing that you write when someone's holding a gun to your head and it was just a note it wasn't a video it was yeah it's a note it's a it's a document you know an, an electronic document bro they ghost people over there oh oh yeah, for sure they do. Is. where is i don't know how you say your name peng shui peng shui china's i'm 100 percent sure on that too s-h-u-a-i <laughs> uh disappears after accusing government official of sexual assault wow Mm -hmm. spooky shit but from the, there was something where the united states tennis association said that they're they were willing to lose hundreds of millions of dollars um worth of business with china if if she doesn't show up again here it is the women's tennis association and, uh right. and also we'll right maybe she alleges took place needs to be investigated all right now look Anything, as I said before, look, there's two countries in the world where Soros and and the the religious order known as the Jesuits don't really operate. That's Russia and China. It's, it's they've been trying to get their hands on it, as well as various other Western intel have been trying to get a hands on it for the longest time. So, a lot of the propaganda that you see in the news, okay, don't count on it. You know, I remember when Jack Ma went missing for a while, right, and. And people are like, oh, he's been offed. He's been completely disappeared. No, he wasn't. He, he reappeared and whatnot because he was getting a little too cozy with a lot of uh, Western um, intelligentsia, so to speak. Now, the image that they always want to tell you this. CJ, let me ask you a question. We have right now, they're talking about, oh, she, she claims sexual uh, harassment. Or something like that from a Chinese politician, and they haven't seen her, right? Or something like that. Yep. We have, as I'm talking to you right now, a major trial going down in the Southern District of New York. Yep. With Ghislaine Maxwell. Mm-hmm. And see, mm -hmm. is that is that trial televised? Not one bit, V. It's uh, it's secured up. It's locked down. Oh, so we get cartoon drawings, right? The cartoon trial of Ghislaine Maxwell. See, we have a, a certain Jeffrey Epstein who supposedly committed suicide in jail. Okay? Mm -hmm. Did we hear anything mm -hmm. after? Any, any big-name politician? We had Slick Willie flying 26 or 27 times on the Lolita <laughs> Express. I was just there just to raise awareness for women's rights, V. I tell you right now, V, CJ, I tell you right now. I was there to reach women's rights and uh, to, to advance the cause of, of, of feminism all over the world. I, I met with Jeffrey 27 times, and uh, we flew to Africa and uh, Cambodia and Colombia and all these other wonderful places to, to really espouse women's freedom. 
You think Slick Willie is there and all the other politicians? We all know that it's most likely a honey trap. We know that Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. We know everything surrounding it is absolutely a, a, a nefarious joke at this point. Yep. But yet we want to fo- focus on a, a on a tennis star who made an allegation, which I, I don't know, according to their rules or customs, could or can be, you know, defamation and needs to be tried in a court. Like, I don't know that. I'm not, I'm not vouching for that. Number one. Number two, he talks about chips. Folks, let me explain something to you. Chips aren't made in China. They're made in Taiwan. <laughs> okay. The biggest manufacturer of ARM processors that are used in your smartphones, your 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 your, uh, your your laptops, your electronic devices, your cars, and whatnot, is produced from TSMC in Taiwan. The hell does that have to do with China? I have no idea. Right? Again, this also goes to Chinese fentanyl, and I'm not sticking up for the the the, the CCP here. What I'm trying to do is get you guys off a track of rushing headlong into war with a nuclear-armed adversary that has far more advanced technology than you think. I'm not telling you, I'm not sticking up for them, but I want you to stop taking talking points from Western intelligence agencies who are nothing but just absolute idiot morons who've lied about everything, who've been caught repeatedly lying about everything, who plays two-card Monty with you all the time, telling you to hey, look here at China, but at the same time, watch out for white supremacists. So that we don't get into a trade war that's already bad and wind up wrecking ourselves economically. Folks, let me explain something to you. In order for there to be peace in this world, there's three countries that really need to get along. Two of them already get along great. But there's only one rogue whose baby boomer obsolete moronic leaders and the idiot morons that they bring up with themselves are so damn stupid that they refuse to cooperate. And that's the United States. The biggest threat, the biggest destabilizing force in the world is the United States. Prove me wrong. I'll wait. Over 30 democratically elected governments have been thrown out globally, overthrown. In the last 50, 60 years by the United States alone, over 30. In the last 10 years alone, you've seen the havoc. If it were not for outright interventions, you've seen covert operations and coups, like in the Ukraine, which has turned those countries into failed states. You're talking about... People who claim to be think tanks, who masquerade and, and, and parrot about as if they are scholars. And everything they touch turns to shit. And they're the ones working with their media apparatchiks, creating a narrative of oh, the, the oppressive communist party. Let me explain something to you guys, right? If the CCP was so damn oppressive... Don't you think 1.5 billion Chinese would have over... Do you realize how much the Chinese party fears a mass rebellion against its own people? You realize how much they fear that? Let me explain something to you. See, what country in the world has cracked more female billionaires than any other country in the world? Uh, I'm, I, I, you know, I'm not sure about that, V, but 
you know, get, getting back to this whole thing in regards to this tennis thing, and look, I, I don't know what China China did to her or her sponsors to reel her, reel her back in and say, look, you know, use proper channels to say this. But here's what I do know, V, is that, you know, getting back to, you know, uh, the whole Epstein thing. We had a U.S. court that completely exonerated a pedophile, that completely wiped the table clean for an individual who later on continued to have relationships with quote unquote, very influential people here in the United States, in, including people like Bill Gates. Okay. So, 100%. so, so, so let's, let's put, keep this things in perspective. V. Let's also remember that we had have an individual by the name of Hunter Biden, right? Mm-hmm. Hunter Biden, that not only is shown in videos with what appears to be young girls, what appears to be, uh, you know, using illicit drugs and all that, where no, absolutely nothing happened. So, so we're on good or and oh, and let's not forget the the congressperson that slept with the uh, Chinese spy. What was his name? Swallow. Ooh, Fang Fang. Yes, Swallow. Er- er- Eric Forty Swallow. Yeah. Gassy yeah. Swallow. Yes. So, so what business do we have pointing the finger at the Chinese? And like what you said, we're not apologists for the Chinese or anything like that, but. But we have no moral compass at all to point finger at the Chinese and internalize what we do here because we fuck more things up here in the United States than the Chinese do, V. Right. Exactly. And if they're so repressive, CJ, the highest concentration of female billionaires in the world are in China. Bingo. They break more billionaires per year than we do. So let me explain this. If they're so communistic and oppressive, how come there's so many damn billionaires and millionaires walking around? Huh? That don't make sense now, does it, Bubba? That don't make sense. Play the video, Siege. Let's let's break this down. To get it not condoned or ignored, um, we commend Peng Shui. Peng Shui. It is definitely... 100%. Sure? Oh, really? No, no. I don't know. <laughs> no. For her remarkable Peng courage Shui. and strength in coming forward, women around the world... Are... So there was uh, someone recently, some tennis organization recently... Um, I, b- I believe it was today. Right, let's forward this uh, tennis talk. To, uh, boycott. All right, bear with um, me because we're on this thing. Doing Do business. Here we go. 50 seconds. Here we go. Myself. And it was released with. Christ. Right. I hope at the last part, I hope we buy so much from that country. And we know this human rights abuse is going on over there. All right, stop. We know it. It's a fact. Oh, it's definitely a fact. And oh, no. Let, let Jocko talk. Let, you know, I, I, I got uh, shadow banned recently on some of the social media sites. And How do you know? Uh, so a bunch of people. We, we, we can pause it there because he goes oh, okay. into his whole shadow ban. Go ahead. We, we, we know about the, 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 the human atrocities that occur there. And Q, Q. Uyghur genocide. Uyghur <laughs> genocide. Uyghur genocide, which was literally created by a gentleman who works in the same network as Christopher Steele. Who has the same connections as Christopher Steele. This is, uh, I think the guy's name is Zant. Gabriel Zant or Alexander Zant, whatever his name was. Right? Zant is his last name, right? He created, they literally told him, right? Intelligence literally told him, listen, go find something. Write up something on China so we can just, you know, lambast them. Why? Because they're kicking our ass. And they've been doing a long, you know, kicking our ass economically. They've been building this thing called the One Belt, One Road Initiative. Okay? 
And the latest news out of that, you probably hear this, uh, that, oh, look, the Chinese have just taken over a Ugandan international airport. No, it wasn't the Chinese. It was a Chinese bank that took over the Ugandan airport. And they're like, oh, my God, look, they took over the Ugandan airport because Uganda didn't, uh, they defaulted on a, on, a, on a loan payment. They couldn't, how oppressive. This is so stupid. People don't realize the Ugandans will renegotiate the debt and they'll get that airport back. What they don't realize is that China has renegotiated the debt 86 times. They've created two default swaps. This whole debt, is it perfect? Look, I could have the, Liber- look, one of these days, I'm telling you, I'm going to have the Liberian Minister of Public Works on the show. I just can't, our schedules have been crazy. We just can't coordinate at the moment. But he'll tell you, is, is, is the Chinese deal, is that perfect? Hell no, it's not perfect. Hell yes, you have to negotiate. Yes, they're tough businessmen, but it's a hell of a lot better than what the U.S. and the West was giving us. For the first time, resources leave our country, and we actually see things being built that benefits everyone. But human rights abuses, Uyghurs. Right, I want to bury this Uyghur nonsense, okay? It was created by Zan. It was a fake bullshit thing about the Uyghur genocide. Matthew Eric covers it perfectly. I'll cover it again, and I'll put it in a nutshell, okay? They want you to think that the Uyghurs are this oppressed people in China. They want you to think that the Uyghurs, which right now the number one pop singer in all of China is a Uyghur woman. The Uyghur language is written on the Chinese currency. Uyghur students are able to go to Chinese universities, the top universities, and they have the the skids greased for them which allows them to go to these universities where they have are served halal food in halal kitchens and they're even given prayer rooms. And the average Uyghur lifespan under the repressive communist regime of, 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 the, CP, of, of the CCP went from an average of 50 to, to damn near 70 some odd years of age. Mosques, because they're destroying the Uyghurs, Mosque went from 800 mosques to 20,000. But they want you to think that they're genociding these people. And I've talked to people that are from Xinjiang. They're like, what the hell are you guys talking about? Folks, do not believe anything coming out of Western media outlets. It's amazing to me that we don't believe mainstream media when it comes to anything. But when it comes to mainstream media reporting on Russia or China, oh, we go, oh, yeah, we got to believe them. Oh, <laughs> Go ahead, Siege, play it. But, you know, and I wasn't really 100%. I, I was trying to think why why would I get people on yeah, you know, I did one about the, they're getting, yeah, they're getting wiped out. Shipped off into camps. And no off no into one camps. knows what's happening to them. Yep, yep. No um, accountability. So that was one. Uh, then I did another podcast with uh, with a friend of mine, Daryl Cooper, and we were we were talking about. And there's another guy named Brian Suits, and we were talking about these movies, these these Chinese movies that are out right now, and they're some of the most popular movies in in the world. And one of them's called Wolf Warrior, and the other one's called Wolf Warrior Two. This is hilarious. And there, you can you can see these. You can you can Google them, but they're they're these propaganda films where <laughs> like the Chinese wolf warrior. This is a pack of, sort the of US elite do Chinese videos. commandos, and they fight Americans. 
and the Americans that they fight generally are Navy SEALs. So, and, and like the closing scene, I haven't watched the whole movies, but the, the closing scene, I think it's a Wolf Warrior 2, is this Chinese hero f- fighting against this Navy SEAL American, like hand-to-hand combat. And by the way, they're fighting to free these, there's other people that are kind of in cages looking on, and it's the Chinese individuals fighting for the for the glory and for the freedom of these other people and the american is fighting for some big corporate greed scenario yeah in other words the truth yep that cj i want you to google something right this is going to be so much fun jocko if you're listening bro if you if you want to come on and debate me i openly throw it out there i mean you responded to derek from uh more play to more dates uh you're more than help you want to come on and debate i'll come on your show and debate you on this any day anytime any place brother and you name it i'll be happy to school you and, and show you how this thing really works see i want to do that now the, so the chinese did this egregious sin of pop, of creating pop culture and propagandizing their military with media now where do they get that idea from, Siege? <laughs> I can't imagine that, B. I mean, I don't think the United States has ever done anything like that. No, no, no. <laughs> now, we haven't seen... <laughs> what was that? Um, um, uh, uh, Heart of Valor, right? Was it Heart of Valor? Was that, that Navy SEAL right. movie, the first one? With actual yeah. active duty Navy SEALs? Yep. Heart of Valor, right? Let me see. I just want to make sure. Uh, no, was it uh, Heart of Valor, Navy SEAL movie... I'll tell you right now. Here we go. Maybe Act of Valor. That's Act what it's called. Okay. Act of Valor was the first movie with full-on active-duty Navy SEALs. In other words, it wasn't Hollywood actors. It was actually active-duty Navy SEALs in Act of Valor. Now, you might say to yourself, wow, okay, that's pretty crazy. Then what about Zero Dark Thirty? You want to get even more crazy. What about Battle Los Angeles, right? Battle LA. What is this? Active, yeah, go ahead. Play it. Because, you know, we never do this. <laughs> oh, my God. The story's... You don't expect your family so, to understand. So, so, so they're, they're liberating people. Okay. You're going to be a good dad. And when you get home, you hope you can pick up. When you get home, you'll have PTSD. Secure. Yeah. Personnel recovery. Proceed to target. Recover the package and move to extract. Got it. The weapons of mass destruction. <laughs> we gotta get those narco traffickers. <laughs> we gotta eliminate the CIA's competition in narco trafficking. Target secure. Man, I'm taking you home. Ma'am, I'm gonna save Over your life. That range. It's us and those like us. Damn few. I have positive control of the Raven. We have enemy QRF approaching from the north. Alright, you can kill it right there. He can kill it right there. Now, Siege, I want you to do this. I want you now if the, not to be outdone by the SEALs, the Marines had their uh had their version as well. See just type in Battle Los Angeles movie trailer. Watch this. This is the US it was a it was an hour and a half. I I actually paid money to go watch this years ago. It was terrible. 
It was an hour, hour and a half recruitment video for the United States Marines. Go ahead and see. They're fighting space aliens. <laughs> oh, my God. Good Wednesday morning, 94.5 with the Surf Rider morning. Yeah. Morning, Staff Sergeant. Staff Sergeant. We now know that meteors will land off the coast of Japan. We gotta be parallel to the deck. That's the whole thing with these bars. Okay. Hey. Come on, you guys, you're killing me. Good luck, rookie. A small cluster of meteors is predicted to enter our atmosphere. Scientists are scrambling to try and understand it. Evacuations are now underway. Two or three meteors just impacted. Oh my god. It appears that there's something like shadowy. Uh, figures. Take a head back now. Everyone needs to get out of here right now. Lucas, if you could just come back. Oh my God. All right, you can pause right there. You guys get the idea. The whole movie is about U.S. Marines saving America from a space invasion. <laughs> Starring Alan Eckhart and uh, the uh, R&B singer Neo. <laughs> Uh, what about Battleship and Independence Day? You got that right, Ellen Gara. Abhishek Ellen Gara said it best. What about, yeah, Battleship with Rihanna. And uh, I, have a, I have a particular set of skills. I will find you, and I will kill you. Liam Neeson, right? Liam Neeson, Rihanna, uh, 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 an old-school Battleship, again, finally alien invasion, and, of course, Independence Day with Will Smith. Yeah, Will Smith, right? <laughs> right, oh, my right. God. Even even V, even outside the the military industrial complex in terms of everything from like Top Gun for recruiting, oh my god, you know, yeah. getting people to do all these things. You know, what about the social impact like that they're they're doing with uh, movies in the in the United States regarding, you know, all the all the the bi and the trans and you know everything from you know uh, you know changing our superheroes into non binary oh, yeah. uh, uh, carbon neutral individuals that protect the environment. You know what I mean? It's just you know, the, it, it, to, to look at China and say, hey, you know, they're doing propaganda in their movies, but then not look at the United States. And it's say, never us. It's never us. It's never we, us. We don't do those things. You know, we got and, a we, we got a California oak tree sticking out from our skull. And we're like, yeah, man, you got a speck of sawdust in your eyeball. I'm like, dude, you got a redwood coming out of your brain, out of your skull. But you're looking at my sawdust in my eyeball. Hey, v, I got a question for you. Like. You know, let, let, let's say, for example, that, you know, the, the Uyghurs, right, in terms of, of, of China. And l let's say that they are doing things to protect and preserve uh, their, their traditions, their, their culture, culture, the heritage of, of Chinese. You know, let's think potentially 30 or 40 years ago what that could have meant to America. And I'm not advocating that we imprison nothing like that. I'm just saying, like. What if for a moment that we Americans would have not a compromised our traditions, our values and our culture? What if, for example, that we would have imprisoned George Soros? Yep. What 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 if for a minute, a minute we would have told the Clintons and the Clinton Foundation, the, Ga the Gates Foundation, that, hey, look, what you're doing to change the American culture, the American society, the traditions of American, you know, and, and then boom, let's 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 take that and let's fast forward to where we currently are. Where, like for San, Fr San Francisco, for example, where people can loot and steal up to a thousand dollars worth of product with no criminal charges at all, things that are t taking place in in Chicago. So, is it wrong, you know, morally to to attempt to preserve 
a culture and a tradition? I don't think so. I really don't think right. so, V. And and like even what like Vladimir Putin said that you know we welcome people to come to Russia. However, don't come here to try to change our culture. Don't come here to try to to ch change things. That's not not that's what we're about. You have to what's the proper word? Not adapt, but um, assimilate. You have to assimilate into the culture of America. What if we Americans would have said that fifty years ago? that you have to assimilate to American values, American culture, traditions. I know nowadays we can laugh about that, right? Because it's so freaked up. But what if we would have done that in regards to family, in regards right. to all those things? How much different? So would it be so wrong, even if the Chinese were doing that with a symptomatic group that were trying to disrupt and change things fundamentally within a country? I I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. What are your thoughts, V? Yeah, 100%. Look, the Chinese understand the game and the Russians figured it out as well. There is a hydra behind, quote-unquote, Western pop culture. And they understand that once Western pop culture infiltrates a society, it begins its process of de-evolution of that society. It begins the breakdown of family. It begins the breakdown of the fabric of their own society. And they understand that, that they must create a bulwark against it. And that's what these cultures are doing. These cultures are saying, look, we like your ideas. The Western ideas are wonderful for business, for, for marketing, for all these other things. You guys are great. But, you know, we don't want Westernization. We don't want your culture. We'll take some of your aspects of, of what you guys do well, but the other stuff, no, we don't need it because it's subversive. And there's nothing wrong with a culture or a country saying, you know what, we're going to protect our borders and we're going to protect our culture. Countries that do that are countries that have survived. Chinese culture is 5,000 years plus. Same thing with Indian culture, 5,000 years plus. Russian culture, over 1,000 years, right? These countries have st stood the test of time. Look at us. We're barely over 200 years, and we're already falling apart. You know, falling apart completely. Let's go back and uh, let's break down more of what uh, Jocko says. In Wolf Warrior. Yeah, he's in Wolf Warrior too. Oh, Frank, what are you doing? So the American cheats. Chung in there. <laughs> oh, the Frank innocent. Grillo supposedly killed an innocent. Anti-American propaganda films. Oh God, forbid! What's scary about this is, you know, China is thinking very strategically about things. Yeah, they're thinking about how to defeat America in. 20 years or 25 years Hit pause. and that's what they're thinking about that's what they're planning for that's why they're making films like this and what is america do, do you about? think do you think that thinking about that perhaps is because we have freedom of of provocation not freedom of navigation but freedom of of provocation right do you think they're thinking about that because all of a sudden we are sending warships into the south china seas let me explain something to you. For a culture that hasn't invaded a single person in their thousands of years of history, which is a very mercantile culture that, fo that focuses on mercantilism, that has this government structure not based on communism, but mostly based on, mer on, on, on merit. It's a meritocracy, a real meritocracy, not the Tim Pool definition of meritocracy, which is this weird amalgam. I don't know what Tim's talking about, but... You actually have to show success and results in order for you to climb. You do that by alleviating poverty. You think th you, what happened and all of a sudden 
you know, they're 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 wargaming, uh, uh, you know, taking out new air, air, American aircraft carriers in the middle of the desert. Like they're they're wargaming how to take out U.S. aircraft carriers, this, that, and the other. Why are they doing that? It's because of us. Why? Because we have a crazy foreign policy, a schizophrenic, murderous foreign policy. That's what we have. We don't know how to have consistent alliances with nations. We only know one thing, that's domination. Whether it's dominating in NATO, the UN, or dominating and throwing our weight around around the world. That's, that's how we think we, you know, that business should be conducted. Why? Because we have no talent or skill set. Go ahead, please continue. Real quick, V, let, let, let's say, for example, that you know, China or, or Russia is attempting to uh, subdue or to you know, change the United States in the way that it's being projected at times where they say, hey, they're, they're using the technology, they're using bots to you know, influence all things. Let's say, for example, that, that that is true. Well, hats off to them. Like if let's let, let's think, let's really frame this up. If China and Russia was able to fundamentally change the United States to where we have arrived today, where we have a a Joe Biden as president and a Kamala Harris, let's say China and Russia are responsible for all that. Okay. Okay. How much did it cost China and Russia to do that? Are, are they $40, $50 trillion in debt? Did they launch wars in, in the Middle East, spend you know, countless amount of, 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 of weapons, of, of money, of creating a whole symptomatic new wave of people that despise everything about, about America? If they were able to do that, V, without firing one shot, one live ammo at an American and subdue an entire country. We fucking got a thing or two to learn from the V. Don't you think? I mean, come on people. Uh, yeah. Wake up. Do not people think that's what, that's what irritates me the most is that Americans for the most part are so dumb that we we're like, Oh, China, Russia, they're using bots. Well, did they create Facebook? Did they create Twitter? Did they create these things? No. If, even if they did and they were symptomatically used and, and and flip them and use them, then then why didn't we do the same thing? Why 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 did we have to go trillions of dollars in debt? Why did we have to create so many military personnel who are are committing suicide, who who are homeless, all these things? I would say that V that we have a thing or two that we could learn from the Chinese and the Russian if they were able to accomplish all this to where America has arrived today. It's a known fact for several decades that American intelligence agencies are a joke. It's a known fact that even even last week the CIA was bitching and crying and putting it on mainstream media and I, I, it was on the Associated Press, it was on Washington Post, the whole nine yards. You guys can find the article yourself. How they were stating that they're having a hard time trying to infiltrate the the Chinese Communist Party because they've vertically integrated everything, they've ratcheted it up. So they're they're see they need like I said behind the the the, the pretense of Western pop culture is this Hydra behind the pretense of of oh, we're here to do business with you is a hydra, and that hydra likes to go and not only subvert and corrupt culture, but also subvert and corrupt leaders. Okay, this is how the U.S. does it. They get their jackals in. They create factions. You don't believe me? Once you go ask Turkey's Erdogan. You don't believe me? Once you go see what happened in Ukraine. You don't believe me? Once you go ask the uh, you know Lukashenko over in Belarus. Ask any country around the world where we've done 
kinetic covert operations, right, where psychological operations were performed. And it all comes under the pretense of trade. It all comes under the pretense of human aid and rendering aid to a country and all this is BS. This is ridiculous. Go ahead, Siege. Hit play. We're thinking about the next election cycle. That's what we're thinking about. Yeah. Oh, stabbed him in the eyeball? He's dead. Mm. Now he's going to say something mean to him. He says... All right, hit pause. We're not thinking about... Look, the the whole concept of democracy, quote-unquote, and constitutional republic and whatnot, this is something that's given to us plebeians to make us kick kick about football issues. Okay? The U.S. military-industrial complex, the U.S. banker oligarchy, okay? They are not worried about who wins election cycles. Case in point, they took out the last guy in four years. Okay, they took him out. He had, and he couldn't get anything done on top of that. Okay, so they have a tight control of it. All right? So they're not concerned with four-year cycle. U.S. politicians are. But the same type of forecasting into a vacuum, the same type of echo chamber, the same type of of circle jerk that is occurring in U.S. politicians also occur with the private equity cadre that owns and runs this country. Go ahead, teach play. Certain things aren't offensive. That's what's scary. They're changing Marvel Comics characters. You know that? Like Doctor Strange? What are they changing? Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange was a uh, physician who had this accident and then went and studied with this Tibetan mystic and developed all these supernatural powers, right? China doesn't believe in Tibet, Mm -hmm. doesn't believe Tibet should have any freedom. So instead of a Tibetan mystic, it's a a woman and she's got a shaved head and it's a white woman. So this is his mystic now. Instead Mm -hmm. of it being a Tibetan mystic, it's some white lady. They changed the fucking origin story of the comic book. Yeah. Well, they got China. Another, they got another movie that's coming out that's about the chosen reservoir and I hit pause. You know, this famous battle in the in the Korean War where if you were creating the, the, you got to understand this now us Americans here at home will say look and I'm a comic book collector I, I love I love comic books right it, the purpose of Disney owning Marvel is to make money. There's a lot of licenses in Marvel that prior to Disney takeover were just dead. They were not doing anything. In fact, Marvel, and this is the whole debacle behind Marvel and uh, the X-Men and, um, and 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 Spider-Man has been contentious because there was a point where Marvel was almost out of business. They were selling off their inter- intellectual property. They sold Spider-Man and Venom and the whole Spider-Verse off to Sony and the uh, and, they, they, and they were selling everything else. And it wasn't until the Disney takeover that all these things started becoming more cohesive. So if you're Disney, you want to market your movies to the largest market in the world, which, surprise, surprise, it ain't us anymore. It's China. Well, there's going to be a problem there with your Doctor Strange origin story. Hence, they went ahead and changed it. It's a marketing and business move. Likewise, you wouldn't go to India and, hey, we're going to come out with an Indian superhero. All right, cool. What's it about? Well, this Indian superhero, he gets his mystical powers. By going to this uh, imam in Pakistan, <laughs> you you wouldn't do that. Or he learned his mystical powers from the uh, the, the the Pakistani side of Kashmir and uh, came back in. You wouldn't do that. 
you change <laughs> it around in order to sell to that market. That's mm-hmm. all it is. It's yep. it's business. It's not so much oh political. Nobody cares, right? Nobody cares when it comes down. See, money talks, and you know what walks, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. So if I want to sell, this is a business. If I want to sell and make the most amount of money in the largest market in the world right now for cars, for luxury goods, for for movies, which is not in the United States anymore, I'm going to make some changes. It's a business decision. Mm-hmm. Tibet doesn't exist in the minds of China. It doesn't. Okay, go ahead, Siege Play. No, sp- okay. sp- spot on, V. And in this situation, like, you know, I, I want to see the individual there that's like strong arming Hollywood and, and Marvel into like implementing all these changes. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I want to see that strong arm that's like, you know, walking in like mafia style, like, <laughs> no, you will, you will do this or we will do, you know, you know what I'm saying? No, it's like th- they lay it out and they say, okay, here's, here's how much you, will make in the United States on the release of this movie. Right. If if you don't make changes, whatever, here's how much you're going to make in China. Perfect example of that is like uh, Fast and Furious, the most recent that came out. Like, is it yep. 10, 11, whatever it is? I don't even know. Like, 55. <laughs> 55. Fast and Furious 55. Like, they raked in, like, in one day, yeah. almost nearly as much as they would make an entire month here in the United States. So, so, so before we start point, pointing blame and, and, and I get it, like they probably do. They're probably like, Hey, that's kind they of protect the culture. We, that's they, their system. They, we don't, we don't want that in, in, in the movie. Well, it's not necessarily shame on China. It's, it, it, it's shame on the American film producers and movie makers who decide to sell themselves to, to the dollar who are like, you know what? You're right. I want, I want, I want to make money. So, so, you know, again, it's like one of the walking down the middle of the road with, you know the, the 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 two evils, and I get like money to make money and and profit, but it's not like that. Like the mafia is sitting outside their home, and you know we're gonna we're gonna drive up, and you know we're gonna kick you in the shins. I'm gonna 100%. make you an offer you can't refuse. Right, right, right. Except be a Chinese guy. Hey, I'm gonna make you an offer you can't refuse. I want you to take uh, the Doctor Strange. You go take it out of your movie now. I pay you one billion dollar if you do it. <laughs> and had to fight their way out and eventually came back and and fought and you know settled on the the 38th parallel but in the movie it's this just total glory for china you know sending the americans back to the sea they they changed Uh, like you said they're changing history history. and they're trying to during no if he's talking about what happened in the korean war yeah okay where a chinese regiment did send MacArthur and his troops packing, that did happen. That's how it was recorded. That's what led to us crossing back under the 38th parallel, losing the Korean War, and setting up the DMZ. So they tell their alternate view of their, their view of history from their side. That's not okay. We should only believe our history side because our history says we won World War II. Look, oh, wait. and I believe that for the m- 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 the majority of my life, I believe that. Oh, we won World War II, and then I actually started looking at the numbers. Uh, I started putting, I'm like, okay, I'm, uh, all right, all right. This battle lost this many. Uh huh, uh huh. Wait a minute, eighty percent of the most elite German troops, eighty percent of the German military died in the hands of Russians. So how the hell did we win? What? What? But they. See, either Jocko 
doesn't know this because he's taught this and he's just re- he's just regurgitating what he learned from these war experts and these war college guys and these think tank guys and these quote unquote authors. Uh, but that's not the truth, man. And Jocko, I'll be happy to explain this to you in more detail. Go ahead, each play. Setting us up for is a lot. They're thinking long term. They're yeah. thinking about twenty years from now. How are they going to be able to defeat us? And as we see all the time, they can defeat us now. One of the ways that they are moving to defeat us is by dividing us. That's yeah. the goal. Oh boy, here comes social media mm-hmm. and try and cause as much division as possible, and it works. It's amazing how well it works, and Russia is doing it as well. Russia and China, there's so many of these pages that, uh, you know, I had Tristan Harris on the other day from the movie Social mm-hmm. Dilemma, yep. and uh, we were talking about <laughs> it, and he said... All right. <laughs> so the there are various firms and agencies that have looked into this whole entire Russia. Remember, look, remember what I told you. The American oligarchs, the private equity that owns this country that you think that you're free in, okay? They have designed it in their perfect two-card Monty, their two political parties, right? They have designed it so perfectly that the left hates Russia and the right hates China. This way, nothing gets done. Man, they're talented. They're so talented. (laughs) Nothing gets done. So – they had uh, various firms that ran analytics on these Russian ads and these Chinese social media influencers. They want you to think what's so instrumental in forming people's opinions and take down our democracy. Folks, let me explain something to you. You cannot spend $500 for 10,000 ad buys and try to collapse the entire democratic process here in the United States. This is a known fallacy. A known fallacy that is propagated by both the left and the right. The left will say it's, Ch- oh, it's Russian bots, and the right will say it's China bots. And all the meantime, you, the American, is sat in the middle while having your time, your talent, your treasure, your wealth completely eviscerated from you. Go ahead, CJ. There's a, there was an article that came out. 19 of the top 20 Christian pages on Facebook were run by troll farms. So 19 of these that are like calling for action, we've got to do this, we got to take back this and saying crazy shit and preposterous shit and and you know stirring up trouble, 19 of them were run by troll farms. <laughs> that is so disturbing. Yeah. It's so disturbing. Like and, I said, and who owns working. those troll farms? Yeah. It's absolutely right. working. Look it what was. happens anytime any thing that's slightly de- the only power structure knowing that their economic game is over knowing that the fiat currency experiment that they've been running since 1971 is coming to an end the same you know you know who's got to gain for dividing us siege it ain't the chinese or the russians who's that be it's us nah, no <sighs> no yeah. no it's our oligarchs the same oligarchs you know it was pretty interesting uh, last week, I think it was a week before. It was a week when Velas came to visit us, right? Yep. We had an F thirty five go down in the Mediterranean, right? You know what happened? It was chasing a Russian Su thirty, <laughs> and it just why? Because if you don't know this, folks, the F thirty five is not recommended for it to dogfight at more than six Gs. It's not recommended that it fly supersonic for more than thirty seconds. It's not recommended for the F thirty five to fly during thunderstorms. 
It's a terrible platform, but it's wonderful in doing what? Wealth extraction. Mm. Okay. Mm. So if the only ones who have to benefit from Americans dividing amongst themselves is the private equity that owns this country, is the private equity that is involved right now in a great new reset. It's the private equity that rubs elbows with Klaus Schwab and says, you will own nothing and be happy. They want you distracted. So for the right, the boogeyman is China. And for the left, the boogeyman is Russia. Wash, rinse, repeat. You got guys, I'm sure he's well-intentioned. Guys like Jack, I don't, I don't find him to be like a, uh, an agent or a plant. He just, he's, a, he's a soldier. His mind is, is it, it, it's very compartmentalized. I'm not even mentioning him. Like I, I really like the whole the entire purpose of like why I want to have this conversation is because I legitimately could see someone like Jocko, you know, running for for higher office. But there's certain things that that needs to be reset in terms of understanding of things. Jocko needs to get Alexander Chaikin's book. Jocko needs to get Matthew Eretz's new books and understand that there's two American systems. One, which is envisioned by the founding fathers, which is an open modular economic system that in 1776, the world believed in, right? And 1776 did not happen in a vacuum, all right? It happened because there were individuals that we've had the Mysore rebellion that, uh, that occurred in southern India that kept the British at bay. We had what, uh, what uh, uh, um, uh, the, the, the Tsarina, Catherine the Great, she kept the British at bay, and the French also kept the British at bay during that time, keeping them occupied so we could have our little rebellion. Okay? He needs to brush up on that, because once you start brushing up on that and then the money powers behind it and start following the money, yes. then you'll understand this whole entire game. Yes, yes, yes. Like, you know, perfect perfect example of that, V2, is in terms of when they're talking about this whole divide and conquer, right? Like utilizing bots. And and I guarantee you that those bots that are in place are established by companies like like Twitter and, and, and Facebook. They're the ones who create the algorithms to ensure that everything that's put in front of us is is controlled to a certain agenda. And we, we you know, we know this already, right? It's already been revealed. The, the the thing that I'd I'd like to ask Jocko and 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 also Rogan is that how are they doing that with U.S. media? Because here's why, V. Because to me, the the greatest entity, institution, whatever it is, that creates more divide in our country is U.S. media. And and I want to know like how are those bots so smart that they're telling all these fake journalists what to say, or or you know maybe they're clones. I don't know what it is, but you know, when I think of U.S. media and I think of the divide in our country, and you, you nailed it talking about the left-right paradigm, did the Russians and the Chinese create Democratic and Republican parties? I, I maybe I missed something. Maybe maybe there were bots back then when when you know government was formed here in the United States. Maybe maybe I'm wrong, but you know we don't internalize enough. We 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 are so quick to blame other countries, other institutions. Why? Because it's lazy. It's lazy to point other things instead of internalize and say, you know what, this is on us. We own this. And from a guy who wrote a book called Extreme Ownership, I'm just a little bit surprised that he hasn't internalized to say, you know what, we own this. We Americans own this. Let's, let's not blame China and Russia. Let's use extreme ownership to talk about the failures 
of America due to the political establishment in Washington, D.C. Yeah, 100, exactly. 100%. This is what all of this springs forth because we don't understand our own history. And we're not taught it. We're taught the Hollywood history, which propagandizes on purpose the U.S. military because they need. What is it? What do they need again? What, is, what do you call that? They're, they're just uh, um, fodder. They need cannon fodder. Yep. Right? They need the cannon fodder that they need to throw these young men into the most harmful situations, get, them to get, get absolutely torn up, and whatnot. And let me explain something. You don't want war with any one of these other great superpowers like Russia or China. Because let me explain something to you folks, especially you, Jocko. You, you, you would know this. And I recommend that you read uh, uh, Andre Martinov's book, Losing Military Supremacy. Get it on Audible. It's fantastic. Okay, Losing Military Supremacy by Andre Martinov, who's a real intelligence officer, served under the Russians, and then you know he later moved to the United States and became a U.S. citizen. But read it. You don't understand. See, this country's never faced a war of annihilation. The Revolutionary War wasn't a war of annihilation. The Civil War wasn't a war of annihilation. We've never been in a war against a technological peer where our command and control is under 24 hours, 24 hours, seven days a week, constant bombardment. We've never faced that. And that's the whole entire thing here, folks, is people don't understand this. And so we make these, these lackadaisical, these laissez-faire comments thinking that, oh, it holds what? It, no, it's your whole comment, Jocko, is based on fallacy created and concocted by people who are absolute morons devoid of any real understanding of the geopolitical, geostrategic significance of what they're claiming. Go ahead, Siege. Divisive, or you might have a different opinion than me. Yeah. We just start getting stuck in our own echo chamber and everything gets crazy, and I hate you now. And that's yeah. part of why it happens. I mean, part of it is human nature, but it's all accentuated. It's gasoline on the fire by whether it's Russia or China. I think a lot of these... Um, the Christian pages were from Macedonia. You're like they're just, and it's a business. Christian pages the that I've never is, once in my let's life. <laughs> fuck with democracy because whatever they have in America, it's too open and too loose, and they don't have dictatorial control, not real control. They're trying. Mm -hmm. I mean, the, the 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 collusion between the media and the government is pretty apparent, especially left wing media and left wing government. It's pretty fucking apparent that there's. There's some narratives that get shared back and forth and they, they have talking points and they don't talk about things they're not supposed to, like the Hunter Biden laptop story or something that's actual news just Cra gets crazy, 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 crazy story. Because if that was the Donald Trump Jr. laptop, oh, holy oh, oh, fucking shit, yeah. would that lead every night? I mean, this whole Russia collusion story has turned out to be completely nonsense. It, that's insane. Yeah, that's insane. That was three and a half years. The American public was getting beat down with the Russia collusion thing. And it wasn't real. And it was it was created. Yeah. It was created yeah. by the Democratic Party. Maybe that's not the exact thing, but it yeah, I want to do my my pause there, because is there a different definition or or a psychological definition that when somebody says something that's half true yet half wrong but they accentuate what what is true to convince people or lead people to support their narrative because this is where i feel the conversation kind of pivoted and you know 
I'm not a psychological or whatever type person, but I almost feel that that's what this is, where they went from China, China, China to to like their narratives and, you know, people like you and I who would would totally discredit like we're doing. But yet then they pivot to some things that are very, very real. And like we, we would agree upon it's almost double speak. Double, yeah, well, yeah, yes. it's Orwellian doublespeak. Yes, Orwellian doublespeak. It's like, okay, yes, and then and then you're convinced to say, okay, well, maybe what they said in this entire conversation is is true. Then that would lead someone to be like, you know, yes, because the whole Russian collusion thing was false. The entire Hunter Biden thing that was squashed by the media. Yes, we all understood that. So therefore, we potentially could come to the conclusion at the end of, end of the conversation that everything that they say is accurate when it's not. It was created by the by people that were insiders yeah. in the Democratic Party. Yeah, and no one's being held accountable. No one's going to jail for it. But they were trying to literally impeach Trump for some shit that they made up. But it's look, Trump's not a perfect guy. This is not a pro-Trump speech. I think it's safe to say Trump is not a perfect, not a perfect guy. guy. <laughs> but this fucking this this thing that he kept saying about the deep state, it's real. Yeah. It's hundred percent real. They the the, the swamp is real. The swamp yes. is definitely they're real. fucking real. Mo- so now it's it, it, it's the deep state. So so people are getting a lot here. They're they're being fed through a fire hose. It, it, China is this great enemy. They're 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 holding back microchips from us, even though they don't make any microchips. So that's mostly coming out of Taiwan and Samsung in South Korea. Uh, you know, and the supply chain issues and problems is something that this administration has created. Uh, it goes from that into. All right, they they are you know planning for warfare against us in the next twenty years. No, they could actually kick our asses now. There's nothing we could do against them. Literally nothing. Okay, um, and then you know it, then it goes into the to, to Russia and, and 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 social media, and now we're into uh, there, is there a deep state? There's a lot for the average inst- listener to take in here, and unless you have the foundation of actual historical understanding. Unless you have the know-how on follow the money, none of this would ever make any sense to you. You'd understand there's a deep state, and somehow this deep state is working with the Chinese and the Russians. They're going to bring about their world order and take you down because they hate the world hates you for your freedoms. Nothing could be further from the truth. The American deep state is in cahoots with the European and the British deep states. Okay, They are in cahoots. They're the ones who are pushing this whole COVID mania. They're the ones talking about Omicron, which is named after some sort of a transformer, you know, uh, some sort of Decepticon transformer. Now they're saying, ooh, Omicron crisis, which is literally turning into a big nothing burger right before our eyes. They're the ones doing that. Your leadership is doing that. Your deep state is doing that. Why? It benefits them to divide and conquer you. Folks, let me explain something to you. China and Russia will benefit in the trillions if they were able to be actively engaged in trading and building a multipolar world in conjunction with the United States. The United States will will stand to make trillions. The Chinese will stand to make trillions. The Russians will stand to make trillions. Russian population will greatly enrich themselves. The Chinese population will greatly enrich themselves. And there will be prosperity for the U.S. American citizens as well. We will all benefit. Everybody eats. But you know who doesn't want that? The private equity that owns this country doesn't want that. Because it's not in their control. They're not running the table. They don't want you to eat. They want to eat. They want to eat what's yours. 
So it doesn't benefit them. And unless you wake up to that reality and that fact that you're oligarchs, the kleptocracy that rules over you, if you're not privy to that, that you need to shake these guys off, this country will never prosper. Siege, go ahead. Nope. Uh, very very well said. And I think that's the the current course that we're, we're aiming towards. And, uh, you know, I think I think it's important for, for our listeners and for people tuning in to understand that, you know, that the conversation like this and, and maybe this is a, a path into different type of media where we take conversations and we we attempt to uh, not necessarily debunk, but we you know redirect a little bit because I, I want I want to do this because I want to make things better. I'm not doing this to tear down Jocko or, or tear down Rogan because they get they get a lot of things right. But there are certain things that, like, like I said, that in terms of, you know, him potentially moving to any type of political things, I'd want him to know this. The same thing with Tulsi. I've said this numerous times with Tulsi, and I don't know who her her consultants are or or whatever they are. But Tulsi, these these two minute little videos that you're doing that you continue to push out on on Rumble and all that people want more meat and potatoes. They they want to get they want to understand the real Tulsi, not this little soundbite and i don't know whether you're doing it to get it to go viral on tiktok or, or twitter but stop worrying about all that just be you be you and let people get to know you versus these these little things so so maybe there's an opportunity for us as as a as a as the new media to 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 do these types of conversations where we can you know pick some of these things apart in in the right way you know not to beat beat people down and and so and, and at the same time, not being <clears throat> apologist for for China, Russia, but being pro-American because we want to see America prosper. We want to see the best and believe, and I fundamentally do, that the best days of our republic are, are ahead of us. However, we need to grab some people by the throat, a lot of people by the throat, and, and say, wake up. Like, here's what we're facing. But when we have conversations like what Jocko and Rogan did in regards to China and Russia – we fail to internalize the struggles and the failures that we have of Americans. And until we hold ourselves accountable for the failure of where we've arrived, then we're never going to do better. So that's that's what we have to do. We have to do, we have to internalize to say, we created this mess. What are we going to do? What are the steps we're going to do? Not blaming other people. Blaming other people is a lazy way out of it. And that's what I want people to understand that we're not being apologetic. We're not saying, oh, you know, V and, and CJ or Russia and China apologists for whatever. Not that. It's like, no, time out, people here. It's like we've create we we have enough things of problems that we've created here that we need to own it and we need to fix it versus simply taking the lazy way out of saying China did it, Russia did it. It's it's the technology fault. We we need to get back to the foundation, the 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 the, the, the raw principles of what our country was created upon to influence a change that's going to direct us the next 25, 30 years. Is it going to be next year? No. Is it going to be two years away? No. It, it, may be, it may be a decade away, but we need to start the process now, V. Very well said. Let's look at this piece re- re- real quick from um, you know somebody who's propagating the evil Chinese and Russian social media stuff. Last week's market tumble on the new COVID variants highlights just how fractious and nervous markets are. With new media tripping over itself to scare us over the coof and turning every scratch into a life-threatening sepsis case, concerns about how massively overpriced the market is, geopolitical uncertainty, bad news, 
already in the air with the new European lockdowns announced last week, and suddenly every player looking for the excuse to sell ahead of the pack decided to run. It's no surprise that there was a rush for the exit door during a U.S. holiday shortened thin trading week. There are bound to be further supply chain problems as nations against the WFH and borders close, and it's happening already. But remember, Blaine's market mantra number six, things are never as bad as you think they are, but seldom as good as you hope. The question is at the end of, of, the, of the COVID rally that's been running since March 2020? Probably not. All the conditions sustain it remains in place. Now, think, think of this, right? What what uh, this guy's saying over here, right, um, is this. This whole entire thing, who is literally right now the geopolitical drama queens of the entire planet? Western politicians, the U.S. and in Europe and in the U.K. They're the drama queens. Who are the ones that are shutting down their economies? Western politicians. Last last week, Australia ran a 60-minute piece. Apocalypse with China. Armageddon with China. Nuclear war with China. World War III with China, right? Meanwhile, Sky News, which is the conservative wing of the Australian media, their Fox News, so to speak, is actually owned by the Murdochs. They were out there stating, you know, putting out these reports. And I'm thinking, I'm watching these Sky News reports, which is just pure bullshit. It's hyperbole at best. And and I'm thinking to myself, wait a minute, man. You have right now troops, Australian military troops, that are taking Australians based on a false, faulty, unreliable PCR test, if the God forbid you th- throw a, post, uh, a false, uh, uh, you know, false positive, right? God forbid. You are taken to a concentration camp. You are literally putting people in concentration camps while making news reports and exposés on Armageddon with China. Like, what in God's name? Who benefits from that? Does China benefit from war with Australia, CJ? Nope. Does China benefit from war with the United States? Not at all. Or the European Union or the UK? No. They don't even benefit from war with Taiwan. They benefit from trade. They benefit from commerce. It doesn't benefit them. But that war only benefits the Western money interests that do not care about their own civilizations. They don't care about their own culture or their people. Why? Because they sold you the lie. They sold you the old millennial lie of Lucifer. Do what thou wilt. You have freedom. As Bain would say in The Dark Knight Rises, Gotham is yours. None shall stop you. Do what thou wilt. Well, individual freedom is wonderful. But individual freedom without civic responsibility is a disaster. And that's what you have here. Culturally, we are lost. 
And this is why, Siege, I want you to, this is why the whole Gizlane thing is key. Because nothing is going to be, you're not going to hear anything of that. And I, God forbid this woman even lives. Gizlane Maxwell trial starting today will mm. not be live streamed. Is there another Epstein bomb about to drop? With the way social media blew up this weekend about the Gizlane Maxwell trial coverage? One might think so. Over the last few days, messages on Facebook and Twitter have expressed disgust and skepticism about the fact that the Maxwell trial will not be live streamed, similar to the way the Kyle Rittenhouse trial was. There have been tweets about suggesting that press may be banned from the courtroom and that Judge Allison Nathan had issued some type of gag order preventing the press from being at the trial. Oh, this is free and open society we have here, but we're worried about Jack Ma disappearing for a while. <laughs> in a tennis we're worried player. about some tennis player who's probably in right now a defamation lawsuit, right? Probably a libel charge against her. Well, yeah, they don't have a Me Too movement over there. Huh. Unreal. Maxwell, uh, Epstein, similar to uh, the too big to fail banks. Oh, yeah. They're too big to prosecute, V. That's and, and at the too same big to time, prosecute. At the same time, they are beating the war drums in Ukraine. Right? On, on, the 20th, on, on Tuesday, the 23rd November, Russia's most senior military general, Valery Gerizimov, had a deconfliction phone conference with the U.S. chairman and joint chiefs of staff, Woke Mark Miley. Okay, well, that's Woke Mark. He had a phone call with Woke Mark. In which the two discussed pressing issues of international security. Actual details of which they discussed are not available. What is available is Western media speculation, which in recent days has included what? False reports of Russian troops massing on the Ukraine border. And I got people in Ukraine. They're like, what the hell are they talking about? They don't, ain't no Russians on our border. What the hell are they talking about? But the Western media is so studiously ignores the actual massing of Ukrainian troops on the borders of the Donbass region. The industrialized, temporarily Ukrainian region that has been de facto independent since Kiev, since the coup in 2014, since the Maidan, which the USA funded, the CIA funded the $5 billion coup that Victoria F. the EU Newland has talked about on a phone call. Following the putsch, the refusal of the Donbass, along with Crimea, to recognize the new U.S. State Department-installed Ukrainian vassal government, the Ukrainians made an attempt to recapture the Donbass by force. This attempt failed. And now they're amassing a massive Ukrainian military buildup on the borders of Donbass. Good luck with that. That is a red line for Vlad. Mm-hmm. Folks, I, I said it before. I think one of the greatest things that could happen is for America to, to, to lose a major conflict against, not a major conflict, but maybe a skirmish against a major power. I'll put things in perspective, and we won't be so quick to intervene in things. So, yeah, I think, I think it's healthy. Like it's, it's like that undefeated team, right? Like Or, or that, that team that is so dominant, um, maybe an individual, you know, whatever that goes through that scenario where they, they get their ass kicked, right? They get their ass kicked and they learn from it because, because you can only, you can only go through so many perceived wins or or whatever you want to call it 
and and not fundamentally change your game plan. Yeah. And so it it it, it speaks it speaks volumes when you get your ass handed to to you sometimes. But it it does. It makes you become better. Big time. And you gotta understand. I've always said this. America is willing to fight Russia down to the last Ukrainian. <laughs> okay. So all you all you Yukis out there, you better think twice. You better think twice. Unreliable. That's what the, well, that's, that's what America is. Old unreliable. Last but not least, CJ, I wanna I wanna bring the news of one of the great far left utopias that have been created. I want you to bring that up, CJ. This is this is wonderful. I want you to just play the videos of what is now going to be known as Chirac. Go ahead, CJ. Play for us the video. Turn off the lights. They're taking automatic weapons. This is Chirac, formerly known as Chicago. Play us another video, Siege. Bless us with another video, Siege. Come on. Oh, yeah. Give us another video, Siege. And give us another video. Look at this. Mm-hmm. Go back to the first video. We can hear the wonderful automatic fire. Turn off the lights. Pause. I guess that's China's fault too, huh? But China, you gotta watch out for China, folks. This is what's happening. Look, the country has so much damn problems. And Jacko, I respect you, bro, but you going out there, you don't know what the hell you're talking about on an international level. You have no clue. You have no clue. And I'll tell you right now, man, it's like the problems we have in this country are so huge. We don't need any more foreign enemies. We have enough here domestically. Oh, yeah. We have enough here domestically. We need to start cleaning our own house. We need to start fixing our own system. We need to purge the system that we have currently. We need to get these bad actors out. We need to put in and institute term limits. We need to create some sort of meritocracy where people who have the capabilities of running can run. We don't need a system of oligarchs and kleptocrats and and nepotism. We don't need that. We need real solutions. People are like, well, we're going to... 
well, we're going to bring back manufacturing. Folks don't understand. These are just talking points. They, they don't understand what they're talking about when they're talking about chips and manufacturing. You realize when you've gutted your, your manufacturing base, the very recipes, the very secrets in creating and manufacturing these very things you yearn for is also lost? You can't bring that back. You know, Samsung is opening up a, a I don't know, $15 billion chip plant. Well, they're planning on to in Texas. But they're going to have to cover a great deal of the employment there using H-1B visas. In other words, bringing in foreign people from other parts of the world to work in those factories. Especially on the high-tech side, because there's not enough Americans that know what the hell they're doing. Because you've been sold a lie that you live in a service-based economy. It's bullshit. You live, you need to live in a physical, production-based economy. Which we don't have. We have a lot of work to do ahead of us, folks. And I don't know if we could, we could pull it all off. Go ahead, Cesar. Nope, we do. We have, we, we have a lot of work to do. And it's perfect timing heading into December, heading into the final month of the year. To, to to put some pan, plans in place on on how do we approach that going into 2022 and don't you know don't think for one moment that we're not winning some of these battles because because we truly are you see it every day so the last thing that you can do right now is just to you know go eat your cat food <laughs> you know go to your basement your cat food it's game over and everything like this and and and, and you know right now is the most important time to you know, to to share the work and share the conversations that we're having here at Rogue, um, because like I said several broadcasts ago, that I'm I'm no longer mad <clears throat> at the tyrants. I'm not mad at the tyrants who are imposing all the lockdowns, who are systematically trying to change all these things, because those are very few. Though the that's probably like less than one or two percent of the people who are imposing these things who I am who I am no longer patient with and I'm getting angry and mad at are the 97% of people who are idly standing by and allowing this to happen and saying absolutely nothing that's who we need to turn our attention to say why aren't you doing anything why aren't you saying anything why aren't, you know because because that's the greatest risk is if we continue to allow ourselves to fall down this ugly deep hole that we're navigating to is that within a few years, maybe five years, you know, can, can we, can we get it back? Can we, can we change, you know, systematically change things enough? Probably not like in five years. No, it's, 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 you know, John Galt at that point, you know, yeah. but right now we can, because we see so many wins, so many opportunities, but it's not going to be done through the political establishment. It's not going to be done through the current process. It's going to be done through, through disrupting, Everything from the way that, like, for example, that Gus Demos talks about on who you shop with, who you support, to the seminar that V just had in terms of creating a, a, a different lifestyle for yourself and using systematic things to disrupt the establishment. That's what it's going to take. So we so we can do this. So so stay optimistic. You know, we'll be here every step of the way and we'll, we'll work towards finding solution as we navigate into into December V it's, it's, uh, it's man, I tell you what, these are the most exciting times to be alive and to be witnessing this. And, and it's, and for me, it's game on it's, it's bring it. This is what I prepared for the last year and a half. 
getting back in the gym, getting healthy, eating healthy, working out. It's like, okay, let, let's do this. A year and a half ago, I'd be like, probably not. Like, no, I want to, I'm going to eat my Cheetos and my Doritos and be happy. <laughs> exactly. But, it, but it's game on. It's game on people. One of the things we talked about in the strategic life uh, webinar that we, that John and I did is, is, is local and the power of local. That is really the message, folks. Local and decentralized is the way to go. There's so many opportunities out there. We don't need these 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 systems that they have set up. We don't need that. We don't need that at all. So with that being said, folks, we're at the end of the broadcast. I want to thank all of you for listening in. Like, comment, share. Hit us with a thumbs up. Uh, tell your family and friends. And again, check out our paid sponsor, MyCBDEdibles.com. MyCBDEdibles.com. Hey, V, real quick, quantities quantities are low so if you're you're planning on buying something and getting it before the end of the year do it now because we, we we're selling out on, on a few things and and i know everyone's planning on taking some time off here getting closer to the holiday so go purchase now yep absolutely and with that being said folks we are over and out take it away cj